Welcome back, all you motivated people out there. And when I say we're going to be speaking to you today about our dedication to this podcast, I mean it. Cheryl and I just spent an hour trying to figure out our sound and audio. So um, I will say that was mostly Cheryl's fault. Um, but regardless, I promise that we're going to be crossing some lines today to make up for it. Which, which I'm going to say that is crossing a line because technically it was the button you were pushing. But here's the thing. We're amateurs. We've never com- claimed to be professionals. And we are here dedicated to speak to you today. So welcome back to episode, what is this, episode four? Four. I think it's episode four. Yeah. And I will say, guys, when when Cheryl says amateur, it it relates to anything electronic, not the knowledge that she's going to be blessing you guys with today. I appreciate that. I will give her credit there. But anyway, we're going to start off with our helpful helpful tips and tricks. Um, One, if you haven't heard of the Waze app, you need to look it up. Yeah, why? Okay, I've heard of it. I have it downloaded, and I've also deleted it, and then I download it again. Why is it better than Apple Maps or something else? Um, Waze is an app where you open, use while you're driving, right? It's a regular GPS, but along your route, it'll give you different options for things to report on the road. So, like, if there's, you know, like a blown tire on the road, you can report that. If there, you know, is maybe a police officer sitting somewhere, that was where I was going to go. You can report that. And then people, as they drive by, either confirm or deny if it's still there. Oh, so it's like, inter- I didn't realize that part of it. Yes. I just want to know where the cops sit because I have a tendency to have a little bit of a lead foot. Yeah. And I don't know if it's completely legal that we're talking about this right now. So oh, this no. is all hypothetical, of course. All hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, I didn't know that. Okay. Good tip. Do you have yeah. another one? And then I just have a, a show recommendation. If you haven't watched The Office yet, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan, so... Okay, what is it about The Office that it's, everybody loves? It, I, it's just fun. It's, it's funny. Stupid. No, it's not. It's not? Haters are going to hate. Okay, but you don't even work in an office, so how do you know that it's accurate? It, it doesn't have to be. It's just a <laughs> comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> ah, okay, so what Cheryl, is our topic today? No helpful tips and tricks. I have no helpful Nothing. tips today, except um, I need to... Press all the buttons press on all the audio box. <laughs> That's my helpful tip. My other helpful tip is prepare your audio in advance of a podcast. Yes, so we don't waste Noah's time. So we don't waste Noah's time, (laughs) because it is so precious. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, So, content today. Yeah, do we have any? I I don't know. You're the professional. Yeah. No, you are the... Yeah, you're the... Okay. We do... First off, we want to tell people to just shut up. Yeah. Because our topic for the day is listening, to start with. Yes. So the best advice we can give is shut up. Okay. I'm going to shut up and let you talk. No, I I wrote down shut up in the notes here, and just beside it, I put two ears and one mouth. And it's probably something that everyone has heard before, and uh, I've had it lectured to me several times, but I do believe that God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, and if you shut up and listen, a lot of good can be done for you. Okay, so let me ask you, you said that you've had people say that to you. In what context, if you're willing to share, has that been? Like, because you were talking too much or what? What? Some of it's been, you know, uh, before before the fact, right? Like, just people giving advice at a, at a conference or whatever, talking about listening. Um, you know, I'm sure my dad's told me a couple times, whether it be in a leadership scenario or just you know, at home, thinking out loud, that sort of thing. Right. Um, and I'm sure several other people have too, but I, I do think that, you know, I, I know I've heard it at some leadership conferences, and I think there's a reason for that. Okay, so 
If someone says to you, okay, no, I just shut up or stop talking. And by the way, they say that to me too. I've been told multiple times I talk too much. When you do, when you, when you are quiet then, what are you thinking while you're listening or how are you listening? You got to focus on what people are trying to say and how they're saying it. I think, you know, a lot of people, you kind of get the stereotypical, it's not what you said, it's how you say it. But there is some truth in that, um, right. more so than just like complaining or saying something like that. But if people are excited about what they're talking about, if they're passionate, if they're, you know, maybe if they are a little upset about what they're talking about, I think that can tell you a lot more, a lot more even than just listening. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. So I think most people listen with the answer in mind. Like they're, they're listening, getting ready to, they're listening so they can respond. They're not listening to actually take it in and absorb and hear you. They're listening to respond or to one up you. In some cases, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. And so how do you, have I you think, ever consciously thought about that? Well, I guess not, but part of me thinks now saying like society teaches you that a conversation is quick, right? Like boom, 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 boom. Ooh. And you want, you want to have the conversation, get it done as quick as possible. And that's why you're thinking of your next response when you're supposed to be listening. What do you think? Okay. Do, yeah. Do you feel rushed in conversations with people? Uh, I mean, some, not always, right? Like your friends, you're fine. But if you're, you know, in a business scenario or you're working or, you know, whatever, um, even just checking out at, at Walgreens or Walmart or, you know, going through the drive-thru at McDonald's, right? Like in and out quick as quick as possible, right? Right. So then it really doesn't lend itself to actually listening to someone. It's more that we're speaking at them. Yeah, and so I think that's why one of our key points on here is listen and then the dash speak to and not at. Okay. But anyway, going going back to the listening, Cheryl, how do you you know, how do you combat that if you're going going throughout life and you're one of these people that actually it's probably most people, right? Like and everyone's guilty of it at some point. So this is all people. At all points, people forget to listen. So how do you how do you tell someone to combat that or try and be better about actually listening to someone? Ooh, well, the first okay. So, any situation to me, professional or personal, I think you mentally prepare as you go into that conversation. If not, not just in, in exchange, like in exchange when you're in the checkout line or something like that. But if you and I are going to sit down or in a setting, mentally. I physically prepare or take a couple of breaths to think I do not want to, I don't know what I'm going to respond because I haven't heard them yet. So it's, it's kind of, it's a, it's a mental rehearsal to be in that space and just like really shut up. (laughs) I mean, close my mouth or, and sometimes I will physically lean back in my chair instead of forward, like I want to respond. The other thing I always think, or I really do try to think is what do I, what do I, what's the point of this conversation? What do I want to learn about this person or this conversation? 
What's my takeaway? Yeah, I think that's fair for sure. And like, I guess, you know, you hit the nail on the head for one-on-one interactions. I think this conversation gets really interesting when you're in a group too. Yes. Okay. So let me, so if you're in a group setting, do you ever have the fear of missing out on conversations? Like if there's two or three people talking on one side of you and then there's some, you're talking to them, but you see other people talking and you're like, oh, I want to hear what they say. How, how are you in a group setting like that? Oh, yeah, I'm a bouncer. <laughs> I, yeah, I go back are and forth. Are you a flitter, floater? Yeah, all of, yeah. Like I go back and forth. Like, and part of that's because I want to talk to all those people. I want to listen to all those people, you know, con- converse with all those people. But, um, and I don't, I guess I've never really thought about if it's a fear of missing out or just like a fear of just not being able to do it. I don't, right. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But, and why do you want to, why do you have the, or, or do you think it's your wired to talk to everybody? I guess that's kind of how I'm wired. Like if I got two groups of friends standing there at you know a party or gathering, whatever it may be, I, I right. definitely want to say hi to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't, do you feel bad? Yeah, for sure. And do you know there are some people who want to talk to no one? Yeah, but if they're standing in a group already, what? Like the, they're already not accomplishing their goal <laughs> of talking to no one. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So if you go to a social setting, yes. Okay, so how do you balance that? Like, I struggle with that a lot because if I want to be fully present in the conversation, I have physically had to not look away from the person I'm talking to because I then go, oh, there's another person I didn't talk to and I feel bad. So it's a it might even be uncomfortable for the person on the other side of me because I'm looking at them intently because I don't want to get distracted. That's <laughs> like I'm looking at you right re- now. That's really creepy. Isn't that really creepy? <laughs> You're just, but I, I don't know. But I do guess, you see my point? Yeah, no, I definitely okay. see your point. I guess I handle it differently. Like if if there's someone else I want to talk to, like or, you know, if I'm in a group and then I see another group, like I, I usually doesn't take me long to get there just because if I don't go talk to them, I won't be able to listen to the other people anyway. Okay. Cause your, your brain, yeah, see I, your brain is ahead of where you, Yeah, I can't, I'm a bad multitasker. I can't, I, if I, if I got to do something, I just got to do it. Yes. Okay. So, so then how do we become good at listening to people if that's how we're wired? Aren't you, aren't, don't we call you the professional? You just, <laughs> I think you just asked yourself a question. I know. Well, oh, oh yeah, I did. Okay, I'm going to answer the question, and I'm going to say that, again, this is my wisdom of years on you, to say I've learned that it's okay and I shouldn't feel guilty if I don't get to all the people in the room. Definitely fair. Now, that still takes work and... Depending on the setting, I will prepare myself in advance to either get there early to sort of survey the room to think, okay, who have I seen most recently that I won't feel so bad about not connecting with? Mm -hmm. And what do I really want out of that situation? You know, if it's a networking thing or a I don't, and I guess part of it is I want to, I want to be curious and I want to come away feeling like my time was worth it. And if it's going to be a shallow conversation, not interested. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of how I was, right? Like when I said that 
if I see something that I, I want to talk to. Like, right. to me, that's not a shallow conversation like I was probably having with someone that I was just kind of interested in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's, it's a whole... Some of it's focusing your priorities on who you want to listen to. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Which I think, I think, is, I think we're kind of speaking the same language. Focus your priorities. You know, mentally prepare. Like, hey, I need this, this, and this out of this specific conversation. We need to make that happen first. Yes. But the first key part, no matter what, is to listen. Right. And, and that, again, it goes back to the very first thing you said is shut up. Like, just shut up and listen. Like, if people say, how are you, just actually hear them. Right. Well, and I, I have written down, too, here. Like, it is when you, you know, they say that you never want to be the smartest or most talented person in the room, right, with the people that you surround yourself with. So let's say that's true. Let's say you've done that. Okay. And you're in a group of five or six people and you're just, you know, in my case, sitting around drinking a beer, right? Okay. And you just decide. Mine is not, whiskey, but okay. Yeah. When you decide to shut up and listen, it is incredible what you can learn in that scenario. Oh, and it's way more fun. Oh, and so much more fun than feeling like you have to talk the whole time. Right. Okay. Do you have certain, qu- okay, I'm going to give away, I'm going to tell a little insight on myself. Do you have questions in your head or that you have like go to if the conversations gets quiet or you want to know more? Do you have certain questions that you ask to get people talking more? Yes and no. Like they kind of rotate. Okay. You, they kind of rotate. Some, so, <laughs> some, <laughs> some people on campus last year with me would definitely say yes. I don't know that I can share on the podcast if, if you want to. Anonymously? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, I would say yes. Final answer. Okay. Yes. I've had people say to me, my God, how many questions do you ask? Well, I ask a lot of questions because I'm curious. And if I ask questions, then people keep talking and I keep. And I don't have to, right? Like <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I, I actually genuinely am curious about other people. Right. Um, but you are. A hundred percent right. How fascinating and what you can learn about other people and situations by just hanging back and listening. And I think it, and I like, right. I'm bad about it too. Like sometimes I feel like I have to say something in the conversation, but those nights that are days or conversations that you just sit back and decide to chill, you learn a lot and it's a lot less stressful. Like you can just sit there and actually enjoy yourself while you listen Rather oh, than feeling yeah. like you have to have like some sort of necessary input that no one actually cares about. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, and, okay, does this apply to both business, professional and personal, or are there... Oh, absolutely. Sp- okay. When I said just sitting around like drinking a beer, yeah, I, I can, if I, I, I pride myself on that, like the people that I keep in my circle, I think are... Definitely more talented than me in some areas, right? So, like, okay. sitting back and listening to them, I I, soup, I definitely enjoy that. On the business side, oh, yeah. Like, if you just listen to your boss rather than try and tell him all the great things you've done and you just listen to him talk or her, mm-hmm. I say him because mine happens to be a him. Yes. But, uh, like, it's incredible what you can learn just listening. Yes. And it also, in the professional setting, as the old people... 
my yes. age yes. and above. Yes, you are. Look, yes, and look at the young people who don't know squat. In fact, I had a conversation this morning about what people think of you guys, and it just, which, okay, well, that might be a pet peeve for later, but if you listen more, it speaks volumes to the older people that you're caring you see that they have experience to share and they're more willing to take you into the conversation and walk alongside you and mentor you and those kinds of things. So it's, it really is this beautiful, you know, um, place give and take. So I think the, if we older can, I mean, all of us, if we can get better at that, that does bode well for relationships, stronger relationships. So personal and professional. Absolutely. Well, and I think what you said brings on like a sub kind of section of this podcast about asking questions. You, you met, you've mentioned that a couple of times. When you ask a question, I think that's a little different than just talking to talk, right? Like if you ask a meaningful question to, you know, someone older than you or just your friends, like right. you're doing that in order for them to be able to talk and for you to listen. So don't take asking, like if you want to ask questions, do that, but don't feel like you always have to say something of your own. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. Right. So you have a little note here that I don't know. Are we, are we treading into this, um, men versus women? Well, I think I put that down there because I do think that like, well, I said it earlier, there's a stereotype out there that like women can say, it's not how you say it, or it's not what you said, it's how you said it. Yeah. And that's yes. a stereotype. I'm not, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm stereotyping a little bit. Um, but I do think there's a difference in how you listen to men versus women. And I think you talked about that at a conference a little bit ago, and that's why I, I put that on there. I did talk about that, actually. And I don't know that we need to go all the details, but I, there was a couple points, I think, that definitely pertain to how you listen. Well, if you, okay. If we think that we're wired the same as men and women, huge mistake. Our, our, I mean... Our brains are made differently. Physically, all of the things, we're different. And so we do listen differently. We do hear differently. We're distracted differently. I mean, I mean, that's why I really think God has a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. Like, men, and I, this is stereotypical, but it's true. Wired, like... You can think about nothing. Absolutely. You literally, when, okay, if, if your girlfriend or your husband or your wife or whatever looks at the guy and says, okay, what are you thinking about? And you say nothing, you actually are thinking about nothing. Mm-hmm. I can never not think about nothing. Like, I, I can never not think about nothing. Someone's always told me never to trust a woman that says she's not thinking about anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're always thinking about something. Even if we don't want to, we kind of can't help it. So now, the other thing is the lens... Go ahead. Well, yeah. neither of these ways are right or wrong. That's just how oh, it is. Yeah. That's correct. Right. So in the listening piece of that, I mean, I'm also listening with all my experience and my biases or my opinions as you are listening and and the gender part of me the the female part of me is listening different and okay so I read a book years ago called the minds of boys and I read it because I was teaching and I had lots and lots of boys that year and I raised two boys and there's a very the 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 brain 
you guys have to power your brain down so many seconds every minute. And that's when a teacher will call on you to see if you were actually listening and you really weren't because your brain was looking out the window. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had that happen? Okay. So, so there's a difference in that. And so we do listen differently. And and I, I I don't know. I think we, we give you a lot of crap when you like, you're just, you're just you. So I, I guess my goal of putting that on there was, hey, people talk differently. People listen differently. Like you have to, Right. You have to be able to adjust and, and know, you know who you're trying to converse with in order to get the best possible experience. Right. Do you think you can improve your listening and get better at it, or it's just what it is? I think you can definitely get better at it, and I think a really good way of doing that is telling yourself not to talk so much. Like, I mean, like <laughs> that's why I put that number Oh, we one. go back to shut up, Joe. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely yeah. think like... I think there's definitely differences and like different people have different limits on, you know, how well they can listen, right? Like just how, how they're wired. But I definitely think you can do some stuff to help improve it. Yes. To me, it's intentional. It's coming into a conversation. And do you physically know when you have stopped listening? Can you tell when you're done? Yeah. Okay. So can I. And I I have to reel myself back in for sure. I know. And that that goes back to my double tasking thing. Like if if I'm doing something else while I'm talking to someone on the phone, I have to quit doing that thing in order to be able to listen to that person. Yes. And I really do try not to have it on my face, but there are moments that I'm like, oh, really? You are not, I don't really want to listen anymore. I mean, I want to be polite about it, but there are some moments I'm like, okay, I'm done. Stuff doesn't matter. Well, so that that leads us interestingly into the kind of... I'm, the final point of this podcast is to once you've listened and once you have asked a question and heard their response, how do you how do you respond? How do you talk to that person after you hear what they have to say? And this is where the speaking to joke at the start of the podcast kind of comes in mm-hmm. um, because Cheryl and I talked and we feel like a lot of people speak at people and not to them. Yeah. Can you elaborate? Yeah, I think what happens and I'm speaking from the older, wiser side of this right now. You've been really old and wise today. I have been old and wise today. Um, I think it's easier to speak at you all because we don't know what to do with you or you think differently than us, and we have, we as the older, we have all this wisdom we want to give to you and we think you don't know anything, so it's we, we just take that role. It's sort of parent-child, and and while there's a place for that, because you all do need to really hear what we have to say, I think it mostly goes back to the fact that we have already in our head our response and our answer. So we didn't actually hear what you said. We didn't really listen to you. But we've we've already formulated our response. And if we could stop that and actually... This is the fun part for me that I, since I've been practicing this a little bit, I don't, I wait to see what this person is going to look like and the emotions or whatever, their body language. And then I'll know, do I ask another question or do I have a response? Do I engage in a conversation or is this, how does that go from there? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. It's, okay. It's like a conversation. It's parts and pieces of a conversation without you actually having to say anything. Yes. And I think, I think it's again, easier and less 
risky to just talk at you instead of really listening to one another. And I think that in our world, if I can, I'm not going there very much, but if in our world we've, we're at each other all the time and we aren't actually listening because we just want to be heard and be right which is so not the point. Yeah, nothing gets done when you talk at someone, right? Like no. talking at someone does not build relationships. Correct. That doesn't develop a bond. That doesn't do any of the things that you need to actually inspire change or accomplish a goal or any of those things. Right. But right. when you talk to someone and you listen to someone, I think those things can be accomplished. And people know, and you can watch their body language change to go, oh my gosh, they actually really care. They actually really want to have a dialogue. And that's when change and impact happens. So yeah, I, I think we should all practice that. Yeah. When you dedicate yourself to a conversation, it gets a lot better. Yes, it does. And it's way more fun and you learn a lot. Well, and I, I think <laughs> I, I guess I haven't said a lot about it, but I do think you develop relationships way better that way. Oh, without question. Yeah. Without question, business or personal or any, yes, any of it very much. Any at all. Okay. Well, let's see. Look at us toward the end of this. We, we are going to wrap this with a pet peeve. Are we doing pet peeves today? I, I guess. You're the professional. <laughs> um, okay, go My, ahead. Mine kind of relates to what we were talking about today, and I, I wrote down not all of these will. I feel like a couple of them have so far, but not all will. Uh, but my pet peeve is getting cut off in the middle of a story. If I am talking, like, let, let's tell the story. And I'm sure I do it to people, too. I'm sure I perform that pet peeve sure I think we all do at moments and it's even just to hear that out loud makes me pause because I think really fast and I move really fast I'm like oh not everybody does so okay right. all right mine is not related mine is about the weather okay always on the old news people always complain about the weather well and I'm See not how complaining. I just cut you off yeah you right did there? cut me off <laughs> And I know you probably don't watch the weather on TV because you look at your phone, which I do too sometimes. But when I'm watching the TV, I don't need all of the weather memes. I don't need the garbage can wind thing, how far my garbage can's going to go down the street. I don't need a water tower. I don't need all the... Th Just give me the fork. I don't need it to be cute. That's my pet peeve. Cheryl's angry with the local newscasters <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Yes, she is a little perturbed. Okay. So this wraps our episode. Episode four. And it's crazy. I'm, it is kind of crazy. I'm going to give people an action. And the action is I want you to be intentional and catch yourself. Are you listening to or are you speaking at people? And how are you showing up to conversations? Pick one person in your life that you can just always have a dedicated uh, conversation with. That's good. Start there. Yep. Start there. So, all right. Until next time, we are out. We'll catch you back. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Rate and review. Let us know what you think. Check out my website, CherylBMitchell.com, to subscribe to the newsletter to get wisdom and savviness in between our podcasts, as well as to connect with me on ways that we could work together to help you cross the lines. Until then, keep hustling and busting your butt to be better.